I get no credit for having a pet. Patrick's like pet, Pastor David hats, that's, hates that's animals. That's kind of Amanda's cat. I, I'm pretty it's sure. It's absolutely Amanda's cat, but I still. You if know, you are a listener to this podcast, you know Pastor David does not like animals. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that I don't like animals. It's that they have their space and I have my space. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. that should be respected. <laughs> You're walking away from this podcast being like, yeah, Pastor David does not like animals. Right, right. <laughs> all God's creatures, David. <laughs> yeah, they're all great in their own space. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff. With me, as always, Pastor David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Lisa Carter. Still here. Still pretty successful. Bringing some extra energy today. Yeah. Pumping yes. it up. Uh, it's June. It's not Ooh. really summer, <laughs> according to the... June 21st. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the moon or whatever. It's like the advent of June. According <laughs> to the moon, it's not summer. <laughs> Patrick Patrick yeah. claims that it's summer, but it's not really summer the until moon, June 21st. The moon is telling me it's not summer, but it is right. summer. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So as of date of recording, this is a very comfortable day. It yes. does not feel like Yeah, we're today. having some it's weird weather. Right yeah. I mean, yeah. It's nice to be outside. I'm down with today. It, take, it, take it in while you got right. it, because <laughs> it will not last. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. Yep. Uh, this is the part of the year where the sun tries to kill you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and three quarters of the way succeeds. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got some news for us. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever, have you ever done online school? Let me ask you that. Have I ever, uh, like I have taken classes online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah I'm yeah. in an online ground school a, right now. Yeah. I had a couple, uh, online classes in seminary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I took, I took one in college. This was like, yeah, we had to like check out tapes and watch them. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting, right? So you like, yeah. you had to physically go to a library and get a tape that you could watch. Uh huh. Did you have a class. VCR? Like how did that work? Of course yeah, he had a VCR. VCR. Yeah. He went to the school in the 1980s. Of course he had a VCR. <laughs> 98 <laughs> <laughs> that's cute yeah. but yes yes there was a VCR I watched it I uh, did an online math for liberal arts alright nice it was really hard <laughs> I took calculus 2 in high school but math for liberal arts on tape was like because one it was like so hard to pay attention to right, right. So, <laughs> sure <laughs> so I basically just stopped <laughs> like, let me just take the test and I'm sure right. I can figure, I'll it, figure out. it out yeah. Yeah. I took calculus how hard can this be right yeah. <laughs> And it was really hard. Turns out pretty hard. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what this is talking about anymore. Just give me foil what? to do. Like, right, yeah. What is math liberal arts? Great question. For the liberal arts. So I don't know. I don't it's math for liberal know. arts majors. Is the we don't need math well, in the liberal arts. <laughs> the academic world would say you do. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. Disagree. <laughs> Well, you can take that up with the American Academy of whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure if you have ever taken an online class, mixed results. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, maybe maybe more mixed. Uh, university in Shanghai sparked ridicule after it moved its mandatory swimming test online <laughs> amid the Come city's again? COVID outbreak. <laughs> First off, I still think it's really hilarious that there are so many colleges and universities that have things like mandatory swim tests. That like right. you have to pass your swim test before you can graduate what college. The, like it's, you have to be able to swim to it's fantastic. function in society. Yeah. My, my college, we did have to have three hours of like PE. <laughs> yeah, we yes. did too. We had to have a, we we had to have a physical course. And so I took uh, a tennis and golf class okay. uh, once. That was pretty great. Yeah. And I took something else. I don't remember what else it was. But I was in the outdoor leadership program. So we had had, like physical fitness tests that we had to pass to be like, can you roll a kayak over in moving water? Can you, you know, climb a rock wall in a minute? Like that sounds like a way more fun physical fit. Like the presidential fitness test should be things like that. Like forget how far past your toes can you stretch. Be like. Not quite kindergartners. How many times can you roll over this kayak? And right, it's. I think it is more fun. But when 
it determines whether or not you graduate. It's very stressful. Sure, I get <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I took aerobic walking. Oh, oh. So like a mall as walker? A kind as of a class. <laughs> yep. Did you wear ankle weights? Did not. We played disc or golf leotard? once. Or How does disc golf have anything to do with aerobic walk? Did you aerobic well, walk you throw the disc and then you walk to the disc? disc. Wow. Well, you walk aerobically. Okay. <laughs> uh, then I took um, racket sports and then okay. I took... Um, I, pickleball and tennis yeah so i played like pi- play, right? i played pickleball twice <laughs> in both those things and pickleball is awesome it's my how favorite different sport. is aerobic walking from normal walking none okay it's <laughs> we just walk it's just you showed up this we walked for 45 minutes and then we show and then then class was over like twice you, a week you showed up and walked for 45 they didn't even do like a history of like aerobic walking or like no famous olympians who have aerobic walk back, back to <laughs> our no olympic walking there is there is olympic walking yeah what yeah yeah it's well, a thing. The thing is, if, if walking, you have a time where where both feet are on are, the ground. Are, are, are at least one foot is always on the ground. Yeah. A run, both feet are off the ground at some point. So that's how you do a, Olympic so, yeah. walking. So Olympic walking, they're actually it's really competitive because you have to walk really, really fast without <laughs> ever letting both your feet off the ground. It's all hips. It's hard. It's hard to do. Yeah. A lot of hip. Why don't they show this? They on, do. You could, do they? You could find yes. it. How have I missed this? It's it's not in the primetime spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like they're walking like a marathon. So it's right. like it's also, like Americans are not great at it. So right. you know we're not notoriously yeah. right. <laughs> not famous yeah. for the loose hips. All right, so walking, not right. a strong right. suit. Yeah. So to fill out, to fast this this uh, online swimming portion, mm-hmm. students must fill out an online basic theory of swimming test. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's how they do it. So I thought I could pass a basic theory. Hey, of swimming. Do not sink. Uh-huh. Yeah, move your arms. Right. Yep. Do you think you could pass a basic theory of swimming test? Yes. Yeah, I think I could too. I think I could do that. I think I could pass a basic theory of swimming test way easier than I could pass whatever swim test there is that I'd have to take. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I have I had to do swim tests when I was a lifeguard, and it was yeah. awful. Yeah, so, it's yeah. really hard. Yeah. yeah. My natural inclination as a human being is to sink to the bottom of the pool. So <laughs> swimming is not like a leisurely activity for me. Right. It's a survival mechanism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So when this came out, some Twitter users asked, like, are students supposed to swim in their bathtubs? Mm, <laughs> that'd be a fun. Uh, and then the other users shared videos of themselves pretending to swim in the rooms as a joke submission for the test. Uh, one showed himself diving into his bed and swimming, <laughs> complete with goggles and swim cap. Cute. That's fun. Yeah. Would you say this was a Japanese school? Yeah, Shanghai University. Let me ask you, what would be the worst s- class to do online? Worst online oh. class. Ooh. Um, That's a good question. Hmm. Hmm. Anything that you actually have to know. Yeah. I was thinking like <laughs> surgery for like a medical right. school. <laughs> Brain surgery. <laughs> that seems tough. Yeah. Like, right. like they, to, they ship you a cadaver. <laughs> you just set it up and you're on your kitchen table. It's just like a head that you like yeah. <laughs> plop. Medical school seems like one that should not be online. Right. That seems fair. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll go with that. Or you're being like... Uh, reaching out to friends and family I, i've got some uh homework and i was wondering if you could help me out with here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm yep. gonna cut you open and stitch you back up right <laughs> it'll be fine yeah i had a lot of nurses in my dorm at college because uh my college had a big nursing school and so we were uh, often used as props for their practice skills that they oh. had to do. yeah what 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 kind of props yeah, uh it, out, yeah. outside of the classroom they weren't allowed to do like needles and stuff like that so it's usually like getting your uh. blood pressure checked or your oh. you know, pulse taken and things like that yeah yeah okay. Nothing very exciting. Yeah. But you could like volunteer to go into the classroom and like have them prick you. Yeah, we did. I a, did not do that. We did a wilderness first responder certification Ooh, in my school. Okay. And so you could volunteer to be one of the victims, right? And so you'd have to be like, I've fallen out of a tree and I'm like all twisted and they oh, have to come great. like put me back together and okay. stuff. So I could totally do that. Yeah, it was a big thing to like volunteer to be a victim for wilderness yeah. first responder. Okay. I put you back together. 
Well, if you're all like, you know, and like they've found you, that probably didn't translate. Is that the technical well. term? Yeah. <laughs> you're not like, like a look. scarecrow. <laughs> you're going, limbs going different you're directions. Humpty Dumpty. You know, like, yeah. All the king's horses, all the king's men. You know, you know uh, Humpty Dumpty was supposed to be a riddle originally. Yeah. And, and yeah. nowhere in the poem is it an egg. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know where we got egg from. Well, right? that's because it's a riddle. And so like the answer is like, what is Humpty Dumpty? Is it supposed to be an egg or do we just invent that? It's supposed to be an egg. Okay. Because that's the thing that you would crack that you never put back together. But why? But, but you leave an eggs on walls. I didn't say it was a good riddle. I just said it was <laughs> a riddle. Like, let me. I got this broken egg. Get my horse. Let's see what he can do about this. Like, Listen, man. It was medieval <laughs> times. Things were weird. All right. I'm gonna tell you, horse ain't doing nothing. Right. right? Like, like uh, if you really want that egg back together, that's the last animal you're asking. No, not even like kind of thumbs. You they know, didn't know those. about. Right. Like, they didn't know about chimpanzees and stuff yet. So I don't know. They didn't know about chimpanzees. Me- medieval him. Europe, they didn't know about those animals. They were not, they monkeys were, not were a thing. I'm just saying, <laughs> medieval yeah, Europe, they, they definitely didn't have know. monkeys. <laughs> I mean, monkeys existed. Yeah, I'm saying average medieval European probably didn't like have a close, intimate relationship with a knowledge of monkeys. <laughs> I don't think this is as ridiculous as you're making it sound. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, medieval people did not know about monkeys. <laughs> average medieval European. <laughs> Probably did not know about monkeys. Right. Yes, I'm just they had I stand too by much that. scurvy <laughs> <laughs> to be right. able to think straight. So yeah. <laughs> they went to the jungles. Like, what are all these hairy horses doing <laughs> in the trees? They didn't go to the these jungles. Are the king's horses. <laughs> the average people didn't leave their homes. This is Touched a rational thing. <laughs> you all are the worst. I hate all of you. Do you have something useful to talk about today? Oh, this is very funny. Yes. All right. Let's let's move on. <laughs> All right, let's jump in to the book of Acts. Acts. Yeah. Part two of Luke. Yeah. Uh, so the sequel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The He's back. <laughs> Better than ever. Right. <laughs> well, Jesus does make a little appearance at the beginning. A cameo. Yeah, we get a little bit of, of Jesus. Let me ask you. Uh-huh. Did Jesus know about monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, vote is yes jesus is the son of god so yeah. yes i'm sure that he is in fact yeah they're in the middle east so probably yeah okay yeah yeah they're small monkeys that live in the middle east at least according to my understanding from indiana jones from yes <laughs> <laughs> that guy did have a monkey he did it ate some dates bad dates it died <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes. I was going to say something about date eating monkeys, and I was like, where am I getting that from? Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana yep. Jones, yep. yeah. Dating a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> Look, who hasn't? <laughs> Medieval Europeans. That's right. who hasn't. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like like uh, most sequels, uh, the book of Acts, written by the author of Luke, okay. Uh, like most uh, sequels are like a continuation of a TV show or something like that, we do have a little bit of like a previously on mm-hmm. uh, sure. the book of Luke. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we have a little bit of a recap where, yeah. Lu- where Luke is going to re-remind us where we are in the story. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to start with kind of post-resurrection Jesus, yep. giving some final thoughts to the apostles. I got some things to say to you people. Right. Yeah. And then ascending to heaven. And, uh, and, 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 uh, Acts starts with like kind of reminding my first book was about how Jesus, what he began to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is the inclination. This is what Jesus is continuing to mm-hmm. do. Right. All right. So let's talk about the name first. Why is it called Acts? Well, it's first, it's hard to enunciate, but it's A-C-T-S, yeah. not A-X or A-X-E. Yeah. Uh, for, I, <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> am I the only one who grew up thinking it was A-X? I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe. 
I definitely grew up thinking that the book of Acts was Acts, like Acts in a tree. I'm like, right. this doesn't make any sense. But it's called Acts. It's about lumberjacks. <laughs> it's about the Acts of the Apostles is oh. its a full title. Yeah. Um, some would say that it's actually more about the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh. Acts of the Apostles is the the full title yeah. of the book. Yeah. yeah, I think Acts of the Holy Spirit is and is, is a little, because the Apostles will come and go, but the Spirit will remain. You know, Ooh. so yeah. oh. the apostles get kind of busy getting like uh, martyred, don't they? At one uh, point or another, we don't actually hear about that many. We, of we, their get, a martyrs. Couple, we, we get, get a couple. We get a couple martyrs. It, it really it's like, it feels like it's happening to a couple of them. It's happening to all of them. It's I mean, like I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying yeah. that, like it's not the focal point of the story. Yeah, yeah. The uh, you know the tradition is they're all martyred except for except John. for John Juan. And in in the Book of Acts, we will touch down on a handful of martyrs. We'll talk about one a, a little bit further, but even sometimes it'll be like, oh yeah, this is a disciple of Jesus. He was martyred. And then yeah, just moves on. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. All right. So um, one thing we have not discussed in, in the, the, in the gospels mm-hmm. that acts begins with, that I think it's uh, worth discussing is okay. this idea of ascension. Ooh. Oh. We didn't discuss it in the gospels because it doesn't happen in the gospels. So it's yeah. not like we just skipped over that part. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which is the one we talked about this briefly on our uh, unsolved mysteries of the bibles which is the one that has the very brief zombie that's matthew <laughs> apocalypse okay matthew. yeah <laughs> i need to hear more about that at some date <laughs> I, I, i've told you this is it bad date yeah. uh, this is, but this is it <laughs> this is that's it that is really it from yeah that one. you can go read it it's one sentence that's uh, yeah. all it is yeah okay so anyway mm. end of matthew the right. ascension of yeah. jesus yeah uh so this is all the disciples are around. Jesus mm-hmm. is giving kind of like last words. Yep. And Theoretically, says, this is 40 days after the resurrection. Yeah. So actually, as of recording, we just had Ascension Day. It was like last week. And Jesus uh, ascends to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes up. Ascending. Goes up. Yes. Well, I also like, he, you know, ascension can mean two things, and I think both are happening at once. Mm. So one is to rise, to go up, mm-hmm. and the other is to rise to a position. Ooh. And that's also happening. So Jesus yeah. is ascending to heaven and ascending to the right hand of God. Yep. Uh, both those things are happening simultaneously. Yes. So. And the disciples are staring up at the sky and then some angels go like, stop looking up there. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he ain't coming back. <laughs> that's right. Like, yeah. Or at least not yet. Focus. Right. Right. Focus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you kind of get this idea like, okay, Jesus is gone. Yeah. But the spirit is going to remain to lead people. Yeah. Uh, so, so that remains. Um, and a reminder of where is this gospel going to be spread through three places, Jerusalem. Okay. And three is a little generous here. Judea and Samaria. That's Boom. place two. <laughs> and the ends of the earth. And Pastor Boom. David, you're and making hands, hand, hand symbols over here. I'm making right. hand symbols. Right. That's very helpful for our <laughs> for audio <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> no, it's, it's concentric circles, yeah. right? So we're getting Jerusalem and then you go out a little bit and that's Judea and Samaria. And then you go out a which, lot. And so like Jerusalem would be like the core of the Israel, like that's the center of the Israelite world, yeah. right? I mean, God is supposed to have come to Jerusalem in the temple. Like that is where everything's supposed to happen. But so rather than everything coming to Jerusalem, this was kind of a part of the Old Testament stories that all, uh, all people are coming to Jerusalem, which actually will come back in Revelation as well. But uh, rather than that uh, coming in and, and the circles getting smaller and smaller, here the circles are expanding. And so you've got Jerusalem and then you go out and you've got Judea and Samaria, which would include both tribe or all both nations of mm-hmm. Israel, like the whole history of Israel. And then you go out to the ends of the earth. So the, the circles are getting bigger. Yes. Yeah. And, and we will see that in the book of Acts. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. We're going to see this pattern yep. play out from these three places. All right, yeah. so first we're going to start in Jerusalem. Nice. All right, so um, all of the disciples are 
kind of getting a little more bold since we left them in the bit. in the book of uh, in the Gospels. They're not just confined to like rooms hiding. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. kind of going back to the temples. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of resuming their Jewish lives. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they've had forty ish days now. Yeah. You know, they're and, kind of acclimated. Yeah. And then Pentecost happens. So the disciples yeah. are in a room. The Holy Spirit kind of like comes in the room. And it's like a rushing wind. Yeah. Tongues of fire appear over their head, <laughs> and they start speaking in new languages. Yeah. Well, wow. not new languages, I guess. There's new languages lang- they don't know. Languages they don't right. know. Yeah. Though I've always personally wondered, because it doesn't make this clear, like, are they speaking in different languages or are people hearing in their own languages? Like, are right. they are they just speaking their yeah. own language and everybody's hearing the language they need, like an interpreter, or are they actually speaking in different, I don't know. It doesn't specify. Both are amazing either way. Right. Sure. Does not deny the, the miraculousness of right. it to me. Yeah. Were they in a room by themselves? No. <laughs> so, okay, so I was going to say, if like, I would assume they all speak the same language. So kind of, <laughs> Why is this impressive? Right, like, <laughs> Especially cool party like, trick, but... So like, they're, they're I'm speaking a different language, and you're hearing the language I speak, right. but trust me, it's different. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're in a room, uh-huh. and uh, there's a, a rush of wind, uh-huh. like a violent, a violent wind comes through, um, and then they go out into the, uh, into the crowds outside mm-hmm. of the building, and they're preaching to the crowds of people mm. about what's happening and why they have these tongues of fire above their head and, and things like that. So yes. they're out in the crowds because Pentecost itself is actually one of the major Jewish festivals. Right. Um, Pentecost is not originally a Christian festival. It's a, 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 a spring, not harvest. Uh, I don't know. It has to do with agriculture. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's a it's a thing that uh, it was normally celebrated 50 days after Passover. That's the mm. Penta is 50. Okay. Right. And so it's uh, 50 days after. And so people were already in Jerusalem for that celebration. And so they go out into these crowds that are in Jerusalem and they start preaching them because these people have come from wherever um, to come to Jerusalem okay. to have this yeah. uh, festival, which would have no. been uh, proper uh, at the time. Yeah. Um, we get a, some accusations. Yeah. Of drunkenness. Yeah. <laughs> like these disciples no, are. No. It's only nine in the morning. It's fine. Right. <laughs> That's the rationale. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Wow. It is early yeah. in the morning. Guess, Clearly uh, you've never been to college. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is spring break. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think this is um, whether... Also, has anyone ever, like, magically learned another language when they're drunk? I have not had... It's the opposite happens. <laughs> I forget the one that I'm right, supposed yeah. to know. I've, nev- <laughs> I've never witnessed this happening. This doesn't right. seem like a rational explanation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, I think this is... Uh, it's not spelled out in the text, but I think this is... Uh, pointing us back to a time where all of language got broken and now mm, all language yeah. is being brought back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Tower of Babel, this is kind of the healing of that in a in sense. Some ways, yeah. And so whatever things were spreading apart, now we're bringing them back together under this new mission of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Peter is going to get up and speak and say, look, we're not drunk. It's nine in the morning and gives yep. a really great, powerful sermon highlighting Jesus as the Messiah. Uh, and he's really call- the, the first post-resurrection sermon that yeah. we have. Yeah, yeah. And, early and sermon. calling Israel to, hey, let's follow him. Let's let's do this, you guys. Um, and a lot of people are like, I'm in. Okay, yeah. I'm on board with this. This sounds great. Uh, we have a, a huge amount of con- of converts at this one sermon. Yeah, it's a couple sermon. thousand at this yeah. first one, right? Yeah. Really powerful. Yeah, he's like, like a Billy Graham temple meeting, you know, yeah. like... You come forward if you want to accept Jesus. That's right. We're just going to keep playing. What's the sort or song that they play? Uh, just as I am. We're just going to yeah. keep singing it over and over. Eventually, we'll peer pressure. <laughs> this is, what, this is where it down. started. Yeah. <laughs> but there is some resistance. That's uh, almost hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's some resistance from kind of the um, same people that were against Jesus are going to be against the disciples in right. this new movement. So seems reasonable. Yeah. Yep. Kind of expected. 
All right, so then the next part of Acts is really kind of detailing what is life like in Jerusalem for the early church. Yeah. All right, um, so Jesus' disciples are gathering daily in the temple courts or in homes. They're yep. really committed to being together. Um, people are being healed, and then the disciples are being arrested and then kicked and kind of let go. You know, it's kind of like a weird kind of process to get these disciples arrested and also yeah. how they kind of get released. And the followers of Jesus are selling possessions to donate to kind of like a common fund for the poor. Yeah. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. Because you sell everything and then the dis- or disciples distribute to people as they need it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's not communism, but it's basically communism, right? You, you sure, give yeah. everything into the collective, and the collective decides who needs what yeah. and gives you what you need. Yeah, and it's, it's, again, a powerful kind of illustration of, like, this temple that the disciples are engaged in is what the temple was supposed to be mm-hmm. laid out for us in the Old Testament. So mm-hmm. we're getting, like, one, the, the broken language has now been healed, and the temple is now exactly what it should be this mm-hmm. is what it's supposed to look like yeah uh so it's pretty powerful you know this idea of like what's going on in, in jerusalem so we a couple of things we do not have christians yet nope mm-hmm. we have followers of the way jewish followers of the way yes jewish people who believe jesus is the messiah yeah yeah so and there's we're kind of going to get into this first level of conflict of what is this new movement mm-hmm. is this judaism 2.0 mm. is this something new <laughs> yeah and we're going to kind of come to a head with uh, our first wave of persecution yeah. and our first martyr. Okay. And that is going to be Stephen. Boom. Oh, Stephen. Yes. Gone too soon. Yes. I mean, it's been like 2,000 years. <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah, for them. I'm going to say, even if he wasn't martyred this, he'd probably still be gone. You know? Yeah. Like, he's, he's probably bummed to be the first one to go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If you're going to be the, if you're going to be one of them, you want to be the first one. Dude, right? cl- you don't want to be like, have to watch it happen multiple times to be like, ooh, that's going to really stink. Yeah. Like, Plus we know yeah. Stephen, right? He becomes yeah, like kind of famous. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. This is a claim true. of fame. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> this is really 15 like minutes of fame. Trying to make this better for him it's really not i mean it, obviously martyrdom I mean, is really hard it's and, terrible and difficult yeah what happened to him just okay. for yeah. curious Stoned. minds stoned okay mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of fine like he wasn't really? boiled of all the ways to go i don't know that stoning's on my list like, who was boiled upside down in oil or whatever i don't think that was a thing that happened him. in the bible <laughs> <laughs> like pulling from other sources i think <laughs> that happened in medieval me. europe when they didn't know about monkeys, monkeys yes. yeah or when the monkeys so, were doing the boiling. When someone would try to talk about monkeys, they'd say you're a witch and they boil them upside down. Well, that's what would happen in medieval Europe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so the disciples um, kind of like, hey, this is a lot of work for us. We're trying to do this temple stuff, yet people keep coming with these needs. So they're yeah. like, let's, let's bring in kind of like elders and new people to kind of like help out. Yeah, because we had like massive church growth here. I mean, we yeah. went from like... A couple hundred, maybe, yeah. follow, like close followers of Jesus who are in Jerusalem. Like when the, before Pentecost, there's a small gathering of people, probably 100, 150 is kind of what mm-hmm. people estimate, including like some of the women and Mary, Jesus's mom was there and things like that. But then all of a sudden they've got thousands and then thousands yeah. again, like they're in the... And they're doing this every day. Every day, yeah, right. And then the high thousands and their jobs are to be, pro, you know, they're trying to define their roles, right? They're yeah. trying to make this up as they go along. And so they're supposed to be preaching and proclaiming the word of God. They're supposed to be caring for the poor. And they're all of a sudden like, we can't do all this. Like, we need we need help, yeah. and so they appoint what we now call deacons. Yeah, and Stephen is one of those deacons. He's the first. Yeah, one of the first. Yeah, which is why we now have something called Stephen's Ministry, which is a ministry that many churches use that's named after this Stephen, which mm-hmm. uh, is dedicated to caring for people and walking alongside of people through difficult times. 
them. And uh, we we skipped this part earlier on, but the disciples after Jesus leaves do look around and be like, "Hey, there's only eleven of us. Oh yeah, we need a twelfth disciple. We do. We need, oh. we need twelve. Another guy. Twelve makes sense. Eleven." Not going to no, cut it. Yeah. We need So 12. last year. Yeah. So they, they pick two dudes. And they're like, these guys are really, really good. And then they throw the lot and it lands on one of them. Yep. Yeah. I, wow. can't, remember, I can't remember his name. Matthias, I believe. Okay. He is uh, not mentioned again. So. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> a placeholder. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, eventually, well, we won't get there yet in this podcast, but uh, Paul is going to be like, actually, I'm the 12th guy. That's right. Oh, <laughs> it's me. Yeah. You were no wrong. Bi- no biggie, but right. it's me. Move aside, Matthias. Bold. It is me. <laughs> Granted, Matthias never gets mentioned again, so right. Paul has a decent claim here. But so, Yeah, so Paul might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, so Stephen is there. They arrest him, and he gives a long sermon and also yeah. calling out the Israelites, basically saying like, hey, God sent prophet after prophet to you. You would not listen. Mm-hmm. And... Let me tell you that they're all pointed to Jesus just like I am, and you're just basically too dumb to get it. Yep. <laughs> and that makes them real mad, and so they pick up rocks and they stone him right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And at this story, we do get the appearance of Saul, who will become Paul. Well, yeah. Saul and Paul it, are kind of always the same. Yeah. His, his name, as we re- reference him, will start to we'll become change, Paul yeah. later. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like it's a new person. It's the same person the whole time. Yes. Right. Is he involved in the he holds the, he of holds Stephen. the coats of the, yeah yes huh. it says a, a young man named Saul held their coats as they stoned him interesting yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's 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 engaged in the, in the Def- process definitely yeah. was a witness to the process yeah, yeah. Hmm. all right and after this uh the temple leaders are done with this new movement not a fan they're over it they're yeah. like okay we've let this linger long enough we were hoping it would kind of die out on its own right. and it's just not mm-hmm. so we got to get rid of these dudes mm-hmm. and so they drive the disciples out of jerusalem yep, yep. yeah and uh, this has the opposite effect of what they are thinking they're thinking we get them out of here it'll die down on its own sure but it actually spreads yeah into yep. judea and samaria Boom. Next part. Yes. <laughs> it's like we saw this coming. Right. Yes. So here we have kind of the next wave of stories in the book of Acts focusing on the disciples doing ministry in Judea and Samaria. Yep. So we got a, the disciple Philip. He's going into Samaria and he's doing some ministry there. We've got the conversion of Saul. Uh, let's talk about the conversion of Saul. This is an interesting story. Oh, we're going to skip over Philip and the eunuch? Okay. No, we don't want to. We, we I talked want to about, hear about it. and the eunuch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> weeks ago. I, I was trying to remember what we did talk about. I couldn't remember why we talked about it. Our transgender podcast. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. So, well, anyway, Philip meets with a transgender, oh, not a trans. He meets a, with a eunuch, eunuch yeah. uh, of Ethiopia, shares the gospel with him, baptizes him, and then is taken away by angels. Yep. You know, so that's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, really, it's, it's nicely cool done. It's a really cool story. Yeah. And then we have Ethiopia Saul. still has one of the oldest Christian churches in the world. Yeah. That must have been a banger of a sermon. It was pretty he good. just got whisked mm-hmm. away. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then, so, so Saul, Saul. is uh, walking to Damascus. Mm-hmm. So area of Christians there. And he's like, no, 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 no. We got to stop this out. Yeah. So he's going to Damascus. He's got a letter that says, I basically get to arrest anybody I want to. Yeah. Because I'm going to say they're part of this new movement. Right. Yeah. He got a, he got a taste for stoning. Yep. The carte blanche to do whatever he needs to do to protect Judaism. Yeah. Yeah. Just wants to be a part of something. Yeah. Yeah. Just just do my part. Sure. (laughs) And there he will become blinded and uh, Jesus appears to him Mm -hmm. while he's blind. Yep. And says, Saul... Why are you persecuting me? You're singing blinded by the light. I sure yourself. am. Okay. Yep. All right. Good. Yep. good and job. Saul's like, what are you talking about? I'm not persecuting anybody. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind, of, that's kind of like a little bit of like, 
You, you definitely are. Right. <laughs> like, He's like looking behind him on the road. Like, you might think it's justified, <laughs> but you certainly are. Yeah. yeah. And he ends up kind of like in bedridden. And another disciple is like, hey, you need to go to uh, this place. And you're going to talk to Paul or talk to Saul. That's what Jesus says to another disciple. Another disciple. Yeah. And you're going to baptize him. Yeah. And this is the disciple Ananias. Yeah. Ananias is like. And it's the only time we hear about Ananias too. Sure. And Ananias is like, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. Right. Saul is the bad guy. He is the villain of this story. Yep. I don't want to do that. Like, one, I could die mm-hmm. by doing that. And two, I don't really want it to work. Yeah. Because yeah. he's the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it does work. Um, and Saul is baptized. He becomes a follower of Jesus. And we kind of get a little bit of a pause on Saul's story while we kind of jump away and they're going to come back to Saul, yeah, to yeah. Saul. And by the time we come back, we're really going to start calling him Paul. Yeah. So why do, why does he have two names? What's up with that? Oh, it's mostly, it's a distinction between Hebrew and Greek. Um, yeah. So Saul would be his Hebrew name. Paul would be uh, the Greek version. Um, and so there's a lot of different theories on why that is. Um, primarily we think that as he began ministering, as we'll see to a Greek audience, right? Taking the gospel to mm-hmm. the ends of the earth, as the Acts would say it, that Paul was the name that people would have called him because they were all Greeks, and so yeah. that is the name he would have used. It's also evidence that Paul probably had Roman citizenship, uh, which is not something that, like, you weren't just born in Rome, and so you were a Roman citizen. Like, you had to have certain things or even, like, purchase it, but that would have been how he eventually was able to appeal his case up to the emperor, and so mm-hmm. uh, that's why he was being uh, moved from court to court and eventually going to Rome himself. So yeah. uh, that was probably a piece of it as well, as being known by your Roman name to claim uh, that citizenship for that benefit perk, if you will. Yeah, we are going to do Acts in two parts. We should yeah. probably mention this at the top. Right. Oh, right. Um, mm. But uh, part two is really, that's Paul's time yeah. to be the character in the book of Acts. Right. It's his time to shine. We get a little bit of him here, but but we'll really get into him. We get a the, lot of him in like the rest of the yeah, New yeah. Testament, yeah. so yeah. It's, yeah, pretty he's much fine. From here on out, <laughs> yeah. the New Testament is Paul's to own. Yeah. I mean, like, he can is, wait for a minute. <laughs> yeah, so, and, um, you know, again, like it or not, Paul has had significant influence on yeah. your church's ministry and yeah. theology. Are we going to come back to the conversion story or if we're doing conversion, do you want to talk about that now? This is Saul's conversion story? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah. is it. So, so I, I just think there's some really interesting parallels. So uh, between this and the Jonah story in particular, because you got Paul um, in darkness for like three days. It's like yeah. Jonah was in a whale for three days. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got this uh, disciple who hears from God that he has to go take a message to somebody that they don't really want to take it to. Yep. And you have the faithfulness of Ananias versus Jonah trying to run away. It's just yeah. an interesting kind of plays on themes that yeah. we've seen play out before. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love when the, I love how the Bible does these types of mm-hmm. things. And it, and it doesn't, beat you over the head with like yeah, we're no, retelling subtle. a story it's yeah. it's so it's like so subtle and so yeah. so powerful I, I've always found the more I know learn about the Bible I think the more interesting it becomes absolutely yep. yeah. so um, and so then we also have Peter's dream I love this one this too. is a really interesting <laughs> story so Peter falls asleep and he has a dream and this like sheet of heaven comes down with all these animals on it including probably a monkey yeah right <laughs> well, they're unclean animals are monkeys unclean yeah, they're definitely not clean animals. This is not like a matter of hygiene. This is like <laughs> there, there, there is definitely <laughs> monkey meat is not kosher. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. That's true I've been to a kosher deli. Monkey was not on the menu. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think monkey is something we normally right. eat. But I'm not sure that they're explicitly right. Right. not kosher. It doesn't not, go well on a hoagie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> matzah and monkey. <laughs> you two are the worst. So anyway, he, all these animals are coming down, yeah. and a voice animals. tells him, "Eat, kill, and eat." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know right. about this." And the voice is like, "Hey, 
I'm I'm telling you, it's not unclean, basically. Like, right. Well, I mean, Peter says, specifically says, I'm not going to do that because nothing unclean has ever touched my lips. Like, there's this blanket, all yeah. these animals are unclean, right? What, whatever they are, they've been deemed unclean by the laws of Leviticus that Peter, as a faithful Jewish person, would have been following yeah. all mm-hmm. his life. And he sees all these animals and the voice says to kill him. He's like, no, nothing unclean. Is, I'm not going to put something unclean in yeah. my mouth. I've never done that. I would never do that. And then the voice says, what I, you know, I, what I have called clean, don't call unclean. Yeah. Yeah. So Peter wakes up from this dream. Yeah. And this is not new dietary, you know, uh, a new diet for Peter. This he is not wakes the Peter up, he's diet. like, bacon wrapped shrimp, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. This is my moment. Going hard. Give yeah. me that monkey meat. <laughs> like a monkey. <laughs> he does not wake up and think those right. things. He understands that this is a new part of ministry, not just yeah. a diet, mm-hmm. which it is, but it's bigger than that. It's yeah. a new theology, yes. really, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because so. up until this point... The followers of the way was Judaism 2.0. Yep. And mm-hmm. we're still going to kind of feel this tension that we're going to that we're going to figure out and Peter is still going to be kind of in this tension for a he while. He struggles with this, yeah. But like it's like who is supposed to become a follower of Jesus? They think Jewish people. Yep. And now this is opening up to everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're taking this a new direction. And so one of the debates that the early church is going to have is new person wants to join the follow be a follower of Jesus, do they have to become a Jew first? Yep. And is Judaism the first step to becoming a yes. follower of Jesus? Yeah. And so we're, we will eventually land on no. Eventually. But it's going to take a little time to get there. Yeah, because eventually Paul wins out. Paul is firmly so, in the no camp. Peter is a waffler. So guess what? If you are part of a church that did not make you become Jewish first, that's because of Paul's influence right. on your theology. <laughs> and how you're thinking. Okay. So if you were debating our previous claim that Paul has had right. great influence right. on your yeah. church, there you go. But, but this leads Peter... Uh, from this dream to the house of a Roman soldier. Yeah. And he, the soldier and his family want to become followers of Jesus. And Peter's like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's get <laughs> okay. baptized. Yeah. And he baptizes the family right there and they become followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so this part, this time in Judea and Samaria ends with kind of a highlight of the church in Antioch. Yeah. So the church in Antioch is significant for a couple of reasons. One, it's our first church. It's where the holy hand grenade in Monty Python comes from. <laughs> yeah. That is holy true. Hand grenade of Antioch. <laughs> just, just, just saying. It, it is. It is the first church uh, yeah. of Christianity. Um, to, it is founded by Barnabas and Paul. Mm-hmm. So the Paul that we've been talking about, he from mm-hmm. Damascus or wherever he was laid up in up in Antioch, yeah. and him and this guy named Barnabas found this church together. Uh, and Barnabas is. Co-pastors. It's tough to be co-pastors. I just got to say. <laughs> Don't they have a falling out or something? They, they do. Because yeah. it's yeah. tough to be co-pastors. Right. Okay. <laughs> so on the eve of having and an associate <laughs> pastor. <laughs> well, not even associate. This is like they're, they're both trying to be the head. Right. It's like two heads. This is yeah. tough. Yeah. Two-headed yeah. monsters, man. Right. And uh, and part of this has like, hey, I was never a persecutor of the church. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> excuse me. I mean, I'm not pointing fingers. <laughs> Did everybody forget like three years ago? Right. Yeah. When Ray's time rolls around every year, he's like, yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing about Barnabas. Barnabas, for the early church, is an unbelievably important character that we know incredibly little about. I was going to yep. say, you never Absolutely. talk about Barnabas. Yeah, yeah, like for that church, he was giant. I mean, probably at this point, equal status to Paul, yeah. uh, you know, right behind the original 11 disciples. He's right there. We just don't know anything about him. Mm-mm. Like he's just gone. Um, the, also in the church of Antioch, we have the first use of the word Christian. Boom. So this is where we're getting away from we're fo- we're Jewish followers of the way to where something new. Mm-hmm. 
And then we also have our first international missionaries are based in Antioch and sent out. Yep. And Paul and Barnabas are kind of like this first team of missionaries. Mm -hmm. Get out there, you guys. And they're going to come back and be like, not just the two of us anymore. We got to go two different ways. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't going to work. And the story will follow Paul. We got a great plan here. Let's (laughs) let's go different directions. (laughs) And I think this is a good place to stop because here... Up until I think this, the first half of Acts is building to this church, and the last half of Acts is building away from this church. Yeah. Because we kind of leave Antioch and follow the missionaries. Yeah. Um, and so I think this is a good place to kind of say, like, this is maybe let's, let's pause here. We'll mm-hmm, come back mm-hmm. to kind of the missionary journeys. We're really, we're going to get a lot of Paul. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of Peter, but a lot of Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Peter uh, was the band, Peter. Paul and Mary, so yeah. <laughs> no Mary, unfortunately. No Mary. Right, no. Mary was at the very beginning. She was still there with the disciples. Mary Everybody cares about Mary for like two minutes, and then we care about Mary in December. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, that Mary. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. are other Marys that we care about at other times. Yeah, there's a lot of Marys. Yeah. 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 They're all very Mary. No, I I love the Book of Acts, and uh, you it, it's it's very narrative, kind of like uh, Luke yeah. was. You know, it reads like Luke. So if you like the Gospel of Luke, you know, you're probably gonna be a fan of the Gospel or the Book of Acts. It also like there's just a lot of parallels between. You see, like Peter and Paul's ministry, kind of uh, paralleling Jesus's ministry, setting up like, oh, this is the continuation of what was already happening. So you see stories of like, oh, well, Jesus did these healings. Well, Peter's going to be doing very similar healings and things like that. And there's yeah. just a lot of things that are uh, moving the ministry forward and moving the story forward in, in unique ways and revealing what it means to be a follower of Jesus and you know re- revealing it for people who are trying to figure it out as they go. Like yeah. the, you know, I think we forget sometimes the church was not like handed down and said, here's what you're supposed to do. But like mm-hmm. it was people who were saying, okay, we think we're following the spirit as best as we can. And this is what we're going to keep doing and trying to be faithful as we do it. Yeah. So what we've have been doing in our past is casting some of these people. Oh yeah. We can do some so cast. let's do some casting. Okay. All right. Let's start with, you know, some of our mains here. So let's sure. start with Peter. Peter. That seems like a good one. Yeah. Uh, mm, uh, so I, I have Let's see. one of the Lisa's favorites here. <laughs> yeah, I think I like a young Russell Crowe for oh, yeah. Peter. Okay, he's how gruff. Young, how we are young? The gladiator, you know. Okay. Like, yeah, he's, he's gruff. He's masculine. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I just kind of feel like he just oozes kind of like testosterone yeah. when you look at him. <laughs> and that's what I think of when I think of Peter from I was the kind Bible. Of, I, was kind <laughs> of I kind of do. Yeah. So I was thinking Viggo Mortensen. Oh. From like Lord of the Rings time. Okay. Yeah. Vigo just seems a little more soft spoken to me. No, listen, like he's more finesse. Vigo can get it. So uh, if Vigo, you want like look, masculine dreamboat. I I, look, I I think Peter's got some finesse. I, yeah, I, I I always pictured Peter more like bull in a china shop kind That's of guy. Fair. Okay. You know, like he's he's just gonna get in there and do what he thinks right. is right and yeah. it might not be. Right. Okay. You know. All right, so let's talk about Paul. Then. I like Javier Bardem for oh, Paul. That, that's I don't, a, who's okay. Javier Bardem? Who's that? Oh. The Eat, Pray, Love guy? Like the dude she wants oh, up yeah, in the okay. end? Yeah, yeah. Or, um, yeah. yeah uh, stri- he was in one of the Bond movies as a villain too, but that's yeah, a different. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he like pops all his face yeah. out. No yeah. Country for so. Old Men, he's the villain in that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's really like beautifully like soft spoken and like yeah. still like a strong presence, right? Too, which makes him like, super creepy in those other yeah. movies. He right. can be yeah. incredibly uh-huh. creepy, yeah. but he can yeah. also no, be I like get that. yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I had in my mind a Benedict Cumberbatch as Paul. Mm, okay, yeah, I think because he has that kind of like an incredibly intelligent person, but also. Mm-hmm kind of a jerk mentality. Yeah. A little cold. Like you yeah. could see you could see like <laughs> this person might not be the actually the 
most fun to hang out with. Right. Yeah. Like incredibly intelligent. And I'm not saying this about Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm saying this, this about Paul. Like, so like <laughs> yeah. he, he could por- portray <laughs> that very easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of like he's kind of an elitist and kind of thinks he's just the smartest person in the room. Right. Like the, I think he could give that that, that, that <laughs> the British yeah. accent. I'm sure right. he can kind of give has that energy about yeah. him. Yeah, that's I like that too. I will say it's like so. This is completely off topic, but I've been watching things recently where I'm like hearing interviews of Marvel characters, but they're not like in their character voice. So like Tom Holland and others who are like speaking yeah. British accents. I'm like, what? Completely caught <laughs> right. off guard. Like, what's yeah. happening here? That's wrong. Why are yeah. these people speaking in intelligent accents? Yeah, that's um, what Spider-Man sounds like. Anybody else we want to cast from the Book of Acts? Uh, are we gonna do Stephen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Stephen? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do Stephen. Okay, yeah, he, he is Steven kind of a. I would, yeah, I would say Stephen is the third biggest character so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so that's a good one. Uh, hmm. Who's somebody that's... Uh, who's somebody that looks like they get martyred? <laughs> like, who's somebody <laughs> well, yeah. that bruises easily? You want somebody who's like that compassionate, you know, compassionate leader, right? As opposed to like bull in the China, China shop. Maybe this yeah. is like the... the a tender person. person yeah, yeah. Tender, yeah. 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 Mm. Oh. <laughs> do we have any of those? I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. I'm not nearly as good at this as you guys are typically because I don't know half of these people anyway. Yeah, usually we're just kind of pulling from like a, what's a movie I've seen yeah, like, what's a recent movie? that I can sure. kind of like uh, equate from. Uh, Ted Lasso. What's his okay, yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. 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 Make a good Steven. Yeah, sure. I like I like that, you know. Yeah. I like Ted Lasso as Steven. Yeah. Like, not even <laughs> Jason Sudeikis, <laughs> just Ted Lasso. He's got the mustache. <laughs> gets there and, he's got there some and like, like as they're getting ready to stone him, tells him yeah. this real great story right. about his dad. Right. And it's <laughs> beautiful. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. And they stone him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard part. Is I can't yeah. really see anybody disliking him. Right. You yeah. know, like who who could who could throw a rocket Ted Lasso? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one guy that he beats in in darts, he could you know that guy yeah. could throw it in there. Yeah, Rupert? that's true. Rupert, yes, yeah. Rupert could definitely yeah. not like. I him. guess so. Typically, uh, and potentially history you know, does not look spoiler, very. Spoiler: We'll see what happens in season three. There could be lots of people who dislike Ted Lasso. Yeah. Maybe. I guess I can't spoil anything because I'm making predictions. This has also yeah. just turned into like a Ted Lasso fan podcast <laughs> just now. <laughs> Welcome back to Beyond Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Spinoff. I like right. it. Let's come back to that. All right. Uh, I think that's good. I don't think yeah. we need to cast any. Are we doing thumbs on the first half? Yeah, sure. Oh, we can yeah. do thumbs. Let's do one and a half. I will say I prefer the second half, so I would oh. give this a solid one and a half. He's personally. waiting. I agree. I'm, uh, I'm also going to do about a one and a half. I think the yeah. second half is is much more interesting we really get into stuff. there's some really interesting stuff in the first half yeah there is but i think we're really kind of like we're building to now yeah, like yeah. it, it kind of just it does feel like something big is coming but we're not quite sure what it is yet right so yeah it's gonna be good yep all right well hey if you liked this episode come back and join us in july when we pick up uh acts part two um or check out any of our episodes at beyondsundaypodcast.com you can send us your thoughts about who should be playing oh the whole table just collapsed. <laughs> Everybody okay? Yeah, we had We're a little good. we had We're a little good. moment here in the studio. Uh, but you can uh, send us your thoughts on who you think should be playing uh, any of our lead roles here in the Book of Acts. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear uh, that. You can send that to Beyond Sunday Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, great. Is this like free? Am I buzz marketing for Google every time I say our email address? No, people know who Google is. I know they know, but am I buzz marketing for them anyway? <laughs> I think. What do you want to do? I don't know. I think. <laughs> do you want to spell them? it out? Yeah. <laughs> G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. I don't think Google's though, over there being like, oh, finally, we got that Beyond Sunday talking about us. Right. <laughs> things we're were looking on a, the list. Things were looking a little rough until yeah. Beyond Sunday ended the scene. Yeah, you yeah. never know, man. I don't know what's happening inside the offices of Google. Right. <laughs> I don't even know who runs Google. <laughs> don't.
I have any, a friend that works at Google. Does anybody run Google anymore, or is Google just its own? Do they have a CEO? That's a great <laughs> question, actually. They definitely do. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I think I, I kind of like I don't know who right. it is, actually. So. I think there's a computer that runs Google. Maybe. It's, Maybe, it's yeah. I'm it. saying if I have to know who the CEO of the electric car company is, <laughs> I should have to know about Google. What? Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a medieval monkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You probably have to look on Bing to find the CEO right. of Google. Right. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Beyond Sunday. <laughs>